Hey guys, um, I'm Ani Cave. We went on a little bit of um, a hiatus, you know, just to get a little bit of winter break in. So, being that it's the second second semester, we've got some good friends around here to talk about it. You know, just maybe talk about some things that are really affecting us, even even with this new the start of this new uh, semester, especially as like, you know, for seniors, how we feel for upperclassmen, for underclassmen, everybody in between. All right. Um, so who do we have in the room? Hey guys, I'm Peyton. Hey everybody, I'm Ben. I am Aro. So I guess through like looking at it through the senior lens, um, how are we feeling about this second semester? You know, like college admissions are like almost wrapping up. Um, I still have like a couple apps to still do because they're due the 15th. But nonetheless, like everything is more or less wrapping up for me as well. You guys feel like pressure is relieved off your like shoulders right now? Uh yeah, cause I mean like I'm already done with my applications and stuff, cause I tried to do everything like early action, so I would just be done, um like basically around now. I already got into my number one school and everything. I put down my deposit, Temple twenty five. Congrats, Peyton! Congratulations. But yeah, I'm just glad it's over because I was not having fun applying to college and like doing senior year type work at the exact same time. Yeah, I mean, I feel that. It feels like you're doing two high schools at once, like managing the high school work that we already have, which is a lot at George School, and then adding on the added pressure of the deadlines of um, college admissions and all that. It's really tough on us, so. Congrats, Peyton. It's definitely a big milestone. What about like Temple made it stick out to you? Why was that your like number one? You have like any big um, like dreams about going there? Or, no. Honestly, like I knew I wanted to go to a place where like I could major in something that would make me money and minor in the thing that I love. I've heard that like from a lot of people that are in college and my parents and stuff like that. And I wanted to minor in stage management. And the Temple has like a really good like dual program. Like it's really easy easy to major and minor there apparently. Like I was at this little workshop and they were talking about that. So yeah, also the campus is really beautiful. I'm familiar with the area. Like it just made the most sense um, throughout all the places. And I got like a little bit of money. So, you know, like I, it just made sense. Yeah, for me, um, <clears throat> I still have, um, have a little bit of apps, but I got into a couple of schools for the early round, but now I'm kind of just like, fingers crossed for regular decision. I mean, early was like kind of mid. Some schools I did get into that I was happy about, some schools I didn't get into, which was a little rough, but yeah. Um, I know on my end, sort of the same as Anaketh. I didn't choose to ED anywhere, which uh, that was definitely a tough decision to make because I know a lot of people do that, um, but I really wanted to hear back from all the schools that I applied to. So uh, just waiting to hear back from the EAs and regular decisions. So still pretty up in the air for me. Yeah. I think one thing that's really weird during this whole process is there's some schools on my list that I've never been to, which is definitely very strange for me because um, when I was picking a high school, I really made sure that um, I visited like each school that I applied to a whole bunch of times. And I did shadow days and went to their sports games. But for college, which is definitely a much bigger decision than high school, I've kind of just been willy-nilly just kind of picking places out of thin air which is sort of fun but at the same time when you like step back and think about it it's like whoa maybe I should be putting a little bit more thought into this but we'll see what happens I guess I actually have something like a tip for that what you need to do is like watch like student panels and stuff because like then you'll get a better feel at least of like how like the dynamic is to wherever you're going 
and like make sure it's a recent one as well because i i accidentally watched like one from like 2012 once it was stupid but um anyways <laughs> like i don't know i mean like i feel like the same way like i've just been picking places that like you know the website looked cool at first like at the first list of schools that i had is completely different from the one that i ended up with like i didn't apply everywhere that i thought i was going to but you know because it came down to like the financial aid and stuff that i would get and like all the fafsa forms that we had to fill out and there was an extra form that the css thing did y'all fill that out i didn't know that existed until like two days ago i still have to do the rest of that <laughs> But like, yeah, I mean, this whole college thing is going to be pretty interesting considering like none of us really know what we're getting into. Like when we step onto campus that first day, for most of us, that'll be like the really the first time we're ever be, we'll ever be there. So mm -hmm. something that I found really helpful was like virtual tours, like how, how like so for my ed school which i mean i guess i figure i can say it but i i applied to ed to dartmouth got rejected but that's beside the point um they had like a virtual tour where basically like these two like tour guides would just like um like kind of live stream the whole thing and then just like kind of show you around like oh this building that building and like and also they're like the regular virtual tours which honestly like when you guys were choosing where to apply did that was that something that help uh, help you at least make some type of decision on where you want to even though like there aren't we don't have as much like um as much of an understanding of what we're getting into like unless you know something already goes yeah i mean i really thought that virtual tours were helpful but actually i know the perfect person to help talk about virtual tours uh Arav. I know that you filmed uh, or helped film um, a virtual tour for George School. So what was that like? Did you feel like you had to sort of stick to a script or could you kind of be uh, authentic? I mean, obviously it's pretty big for George School to have someone's face attached to the campus. So what was it like filming that? Yeah, I think um, what George School did well is is we definitely had like a, a structure um, of things we wanted to address. But they really allowed like the the tour guides to um, really take their own spin on things. Um, so I don't know if you saw the video, but we were each allowed to like talk about our own stories and things like that, um, and have like personal connections or talk about our personal connections to each of the the places we mentioned. Um, so I think it's like a fine balance between like showing too much of like the physical side of the school and showing the like kind of social element of the school, because. Um, I think one thing I've noticed is that whenever anyone, you ask anyone like, why did they come to George School, a, a common answer is the community. And so I think we did a good job in trying to represent the community through the tour, but also show off a lot about like George School. But I think that that kind of goes to what you guys were saying about like, when you go to college, that's going to be your first time there. So you don't know if the community is something that you're going to like or, or all of that stuff. And, and, and that way it's kind of like a gamble. Yeah, I mean, I think, I don't feel too worried about the gamble because like, the thing is, I think for the most part, like with most schools, you have, uh, there's already like some div divisions here and there, like of people's interests, of where they're from. So like, I think in those aspects, you're, it's very easy to find like your group. But I wanted to ask you, like, for people who haven't watched the virtual tour, what was the place that you covered and what was your, like, I guess that social connection that you're, I guess, trying to relate to to the, whoever the applicants are? So I, I covered McFeely, the track, and uh, Red Square. And I think that, like, it wasn't more like I had a social connection. Like, I don't, I don't think about, you know, Red Square every night. I'm like, Oh, I have such great memories there. But I think just being a part of George School, you're going to develop like memories in each of the places, right? Like I didn't play football or, or do any sport on the field, but I still use the turf and have like have like played pickup soccer games there with like friends and things like that. And so I think the just the fact that I was an active participant in campus like activities, that allowed me to talk about each of the things. So for the turf, for example, I talked about 
I would play soccer there, and for the track, I talked about how I would run cross country. For McFeely, I talked about one of my favorite classes, um, and for Red Square, I just talked about like hanging out after school, right? And each of these are not like a unique experience to just me. Like I'm sure everyone has their own kind of story associated with each building, but I think that that's kind of what the the tour allowed me to do is give my own story into that. Um, yeah. And I just kind of want to go off that. I mean, thank you, Arv, for explaining. I think that definitely gives us some context about what it's like behind the scenes. But talking about um, giving places your true story, I'm really interested to see this year, like how hard or easy really is it to get into some of these colleges? Because especially this year with SAT and ACT scores not really being as big of a factor as they are usually, it's kind of hard to tell sometimes, like, will I be able to get into this school? Um, how do I rank with other people that go to this school? And I think that's sort of something that's pretty private about colleges um, because we use like Cialfo to try to figure out more about um, a school, but I feel like there's a lot of things that are left out from that. And I just want to know, like, what are your guys' takes like um, as far as how did you pick what schools you think would be a good fit? Um, did you apply to a lot of schools that could be reaches? Did you apply to a lot of schools that you thought you'd get into? Um, yeah. For me, like, I first, I try, like, if I like the school, I, you know, do the regular, like, go on website, watch some YouTube vids, like, the basic stuff, and then, like, I'll then, like, maybe ask my parents or someone who I know, like, hey, do you know someone that goes here? And uh, from there, try to, like, establish something, like, you know, talk to that person about their experience, which is pretty helpful, but I recognize that that's not, like, the experience for a lot of people. Um, and then, like, if that wasn't, like, I guess an option, then, because, like, that was, like, those were, like, the main things I did. Then I guess as far as, like, determining whether you'll get in, it's still, like, kind of, like, who knows, but also, like, I know, like, as a whole, like, most of, a lot of schools are, even though, like, applicants as a whole has, like, decreased, like, the number of people who apply to college has decreased. For certain schools, it has shot up because, like, the barrier of entry of like a good SAT score has kind of been lifted. So like that isn't something that is a mark against you. So so then you can kind of apply and like you still would kind of get a better shake than you would have otherwise received, which is definitely helping those people. I mean, like, like I know I think um, uh, I think a couple, oh, let me think. Um, I know at, at Dartmouth when I was like checking it after, like I think it shot 30% between last year, which like, I mean, it's a, it, it's fine, but it's like, you know, this is such a sp high, large spike. Well, I know that personally, like I applied to um, a, a lot of schools that were in reach for me. Like I didn't apply to a lot of schools that I didn't think I would get into just because like my junior year I don't know if this is the same for everybody else but I really messed up my junior year like I did not do well at all it was so horrible and I regret it so much but you know what's done is done so there's nothing I can do about it at this point my grades this year are better and you know it is what it is but I am getting into, or I did get into like most of the places that I did apply to. So now like I wish that I applied to like, you know, more selective schools. Cause you know, maybe I like would have gotten in, maybe I wouldn't have, but I don't know. Cause I didn't try. So just, you know, for juniors out there, just keep that in mind. Just, you know, try it. Cause you might regret it. One thing like I've been kind of struggling with, and I think like, it stems from one of my friends actually, is how much did you like think about your college process throughout high school? Like was, so, so I'm gonna kind of relate it or contextualize it with this person I know who every like club they, or activity they participate in is like somehow supposed to build them towards a, a greater overall resume, right? Or or, or look good for, for applications. Um, 
and like how how much did you guys like kind of plan what you did just to have it look good for colleges and how much did you guys like actually kind of enjoy things um i don't know if that makes sense but but i feel like when you go into something with the idea that oh i'm gonna do this because it'll look good for colleges you kind of treat that activity differently than if it was just a club or something you were doing for fun yeah i, I mean i think this is a great question and i'd like to kind of start off by saying I, i'm sure that this is not a good way to think about it but when you're filling out the common application and you're writing your activities you can really put whatever you want on that list like you can say you're a firefighter and you save uh puppies from burning buildings or you know you have super speed and you can you know run around and save babies from helicopter accidents like you can really say whatever you want and there's no real fact checking to my knowledge um, but obviously that's not a good idea and I, I wouldn't advise anyone to do that, but it kind of just seems like there's not a really good way for you to show yourself other than those activities, which may or may not be fabricated in the first place. Like, for example, I know there's a lot of people, a, a few that come to my mind straight away that put, for example, like they're a member of the Salted Tree or like an executive uh, leader of the salted tree that don't come to any meetings and for me like that's sort of frustrating because this is something that we put a lot of time into and for someone to sort of just take a lot of the the credit without um, doing any work is sort of frustrating but I think that there should be a better way for you to build a resume that really you know shows who you are is more demonstrative of what you've really done. Um, and one thing that I think that's grown on me that is sort of like a, a personal resume is the the CAS project for the IB, which um, is something that I didn't know about until this year. But you have to sort of reflect more than just state what you do. And I think that if the college board or individual colleges were to um, bring that into their reviews, it would be a lot better. But I think a good piece of advice for anyone that's a student in George School or any high school really, is to not um, just solely go through high school trying to build a resume. Um, I think that's a, that's a really bad way to go and you'll lose a lot of the fun in it that way. I mean, I know Anaketh could probably attest to this, but I mean, starting a club was not um, it wasn't for the college resume stat padding. It was more for us. And I think that we've had a lot more fun with it because of that. And I know a lot of kids that start you know, these nonprofit clubs and things like that, it's like they're good for a couple of emails in the beginning of the year. But then after that, they really don't go anywhere. And I think seeing the growth of a project is definitely a lot more fun than just doing it for the heck of it. So that's just my two cents. I don't know what you guys think. Um, I guess since I got, I guess like spoken about. Um, so for me, like when I was this, I guess like starting a club is like a very common thing of like people do with core stats. But um, when I created, when I when Ben and I created Soul to Tree, like. I think our main idea was like, you know, we should put like another another way like people can like you know, express themselves. And obviously like, like that's why like for me, like even though I have done this for a while, like I was talking to like Ben and a couple other people about like, oh, I want this to still go on after us, like as a way of like passing the baton. Like that could be you, Arav, or like Bachwe or Silas, like, or any of the other people, shout out all of them. I think the thing is, it shows like a lot of like soft skills that like you need, like whether it's like initiative, organization, communication, and like colleges want those things out of their applicants, like because those are just highly valuable, valuable skills. And that I guess like things like starting initiatives show that. And I think 
I think it's like a little frustrating as someone who's done that because it's like it's it's like the equivalent of like getting a shortcut and like in in this experience like so that that's kind of like how I feel like it like it's like it's like going to the Olympics and like doing the hundred meter dash so you're you're like in a go kart and even though there's like a bunch of other like uh, people who are sprinting their hearts out you're the one there just like. Um, with, with a go-kart even though like you're not even doing a portion or a fraction of what all the other people are doing as far as what they've learned through through that experience yeah I mean I think while we're on this it's um, really fitting to talk about sports and how they kind of play into all this too especially at George school because I'm sure everyone that's listening to this sort of knows that George School is not known for its athletics per se. Although we might have some good teams here and there, we're not like a really, really, really competitive sports school. So kids that really go try hard to try to, um, you know, put a, you know, be captain or try to like, you know, dedicate their whole high school to sports. I think is sort of flawed as well because although sports are a great way to add some stuff to your resume, I think the main purpose of them at George School is really just to have fun. So I guess that's my second piece of advice is to to not really get too hung up on like whether or not you're a captain of your junior varsity softball team, but rather like how can you use the team to like get to know kids that you don't have any classes with and sort of just get to broaden your circle. I think that's way more important than, you know, anything that you could put on your resume. Also, like, I totally agree with that. Like, don't live your entire high school career for just college. Cause like, you're not in college yet. Like focus on high school, live in the moment. Like, I don't know why you're so focused on college when you're like a sophomore, you feel me? But like, as long as you're, an active member of the community when you go to like George school you'll pretty much be fine as long as activities go like if for example like a peer group leader junior year like mad people get peer group leader and that's like one thing you can put on your resume automatically and that looks pretty good like already and like if you're a member if you're a member of a club you could put them you could put those down most clubs at George school are like pretty fun and like a lot of people are in them. There's a whole bunch of activities to do at George School too. So like your activity section won't be empty. Like regardless of how you live your life at George School, like it's not, you're not gonna have zero things on there. So I don't think that you should like go crazy and like do every little thing. But like, if you wanna go out of your way and like, you know, apply for student council one day, like do that, like for sure. Cause that looks good too, but don't do everything just for the sole purpose of trying to look good for college because then you won't have any fun and then you'll like regret like you'll be like oh what did I do in high school you didn't do anything in high school you were trying to prepare for college so yeah Annika I don't know oh go ahead ahead, oh okay I don't know like um I'm Indian and so like a large part of my of course of course of course yeah a lot of my extended family is like you got to get into like a really good school, you got to do this. And so there's this this part of me, anytime I'm like hanging out or or doing anything, it's like, shoot, should I be using this time to do something more productive? Um, And I think I've kind of come to that conclusion as well, that like, I'm only going to get high school once, so I might as well use it. But there's still that like lingering thought in the back of my mind that's like, I could be working or I could be doing something a lot more productive. Um, And... I'm also a bit of a procrastinator, so I guess that also plays into it, but yeah. All right, this is for all my Indians, all my immigrants, or all the children of immigrants. All right, so um, I guess the main thing is, like, there's a, it's, a, it's a high pressure, it's a pressure cooker environment, like, not, not GS in particular, but definitely, like, I guess internalized pressure, but... Um, I'd say like kind of going through it, like is every literally every other Indian who's gonna ask me about this, and every like so I might as well come up with a pretty good response. But um, I think the main thing is like 
when it comes to like say doing things with your time and like being productive there are a lot of like again when I was talking about like soft skills that you you can build like that's something that you have to always think think about like I I always was like you know focused on I'm like I had a lot of activities and like initially like some of the things like I started like in in freshman year like they kind of like were like kept on going like for instance like for newspaper I that was something that I started initially just like more just like so I can like make friends and like like you can you can do things where like you don't feel like entirely like it, it doesn't even when you don't feel like uber productive but at least like you still feel like you're at least focused on on a goal that's that's always important um I guess I guess the main thing is like when you're not like inherently doing something quote-unquote productive like you have like some lingering time I'd say just like plan for the next thing not in, like oh I I gotta do this x y and z but rather focus on like time management focus on like those things that like regardless of of like whether like say if I go into media I don't know if I'm gonna go into media in, in most of my schools but like regardless of whether I do I'm still gonna keep the skills that I got from newspaper and from Mahdi UN and from Solidity like whether when it comes to organization or like time management and like working with people and that's that's the key regardless of I guess the skills you get from it focus on soft skills people that's the main reason why people even care about um, activities or colleges care about activities yeah for sure and I wanted to go back um, just a little bit to what Arv was saying and I think the the pressure especially parents grandparents um, put on us to get into school is a little unfair because the colleges the world of college that we are living in and the world of colleges that they lived in are two totally different places like for my grandparents it wasn't that um special i guess to get into an ivy league to get into you know one of the top schools in the country just because you know in my case they were white they came from decent areas um you know in my case a lot of my grandparents didn't and extended family didn't go to college but i'm just saying that the pressure that they have for us doesn't really fit the expectations that a reality that we're living in um and for example like george school students most of us go to you know anywhere from 20 percent to like 60 percent acceptance rates uh, there's outliers on both sides but I'd say that a majority of us get into pretty good schools that we all feel pretty confident with, but um, grandparents and parents are always pushing for, you know, uh, you know, why aren't you applying to to Penn or to uh, Princeton stuff like that? It's like it's it's hard to be it's hard to tell, especially family members that that's unrealistic, and I think that that's something that George School could be a little bit more honest with us about is like, sure, we're going to a really good private school and we might have all the credentials, but sometimes it's just not enough for a lot of these colleges, um, which I get, but it's also a tough build to swallow. I also wish we knew that like, it was okay not to go to college immediately after high school. Cause like I did not know that that was perfectly acceptable until like this year, I think. <laughs> I don't know. It was it was ridiculously recent, but I've always been like told and taught that like right after you get out of high school, like you go to college, like point blank period, like that's how it goes. My a lot of my um, grandparents went to college because like back then, like you just signed up for classes, like you showed up, you registered, like public school, like you register and that's it, like you're in. But that's just not how it is now. Like it's really hard, and my grandparents like don't get that, and my parents don't get that and stuff like that. But you know, you just have to, you know, do what is best for you. And if you don't, you can't go to college immediately. That's just too much for you after being in high school all the time, especially if you went to GS, being in boarding school. If that was too much, then take a break. Take a year off. 
That's fine. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm like considering it, like not not taking a year off, just like, but like maybe like if COVID is that bad next year, like I'm debating it, like. If if the vaccine rollout doesn't um, end out well, obviously it's like I guess hinges on how how like a lot of variables. But like if it goes to that way, I would probably I guess defer admission. I I think everything is gonna go well for you guys. I don't think that 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 idea is going to happen. Hopefully, like fingers crossed. But yeah, that's kind of like where I'm at as far as like. I guess um, various options, or I guess like non-traditional options, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I guess while we're on this, one route that I think that private school kids should definitely start looking into more is like, a lot of your first year of college is all intro classes. Like, no matter what APs you take really, and scores you get, um, most of the time you're not really on a class out of, or you know, get out of a one-on-one class or basic level class. So I think that um, an option that George School, uh, college admissions counselors, whatever, should sort of explain to us a little bit better is there's nothing wrong with going to community college or local college that's less expensive for your first year and getting those out of the way, especially so you can sort of figure out what your interests are um, for, you know, your higher education, stuff like that. Um, Because the colleges that a lot of us are going to be going to cost a lot of money. And to just be spending all that money on intro level classes, it kind of seems like a waste of money. But I mean, I'm still doing it. So what can I say? Arav, have we really... Have we made anything clear for you in this past 45 minutes? I think it's unclear just how, or I think it, I think it's clear just how unclear the college process is. Like there's so many benefits to doing things. And then for each of those, there's like a, it's like a downside, right? Um, I mean, it's like game theory, if you think about it. Or not, not even like game theory. It's like, you know, it's just, it's just choices, man. It's just choices. Yeah, and there's no wrong answer. Mm-hmm. And, you know, wherever college you go, there's going to be people who you connect with. There's going to be professors that you enjoy. There's going to be clubs that you like. So there's really no wrong answer. And there's a lot of different possible results. Mm-hmm. I think like, I don't know. Uh, like college is a huge um, factor in like socioeconomic mobility and things like that. And so it's, it's really important, but I um, I read this story, I think it was like last year, but I'm sure you guys are familiar with like LSU, and they spent a couple million dollars creating a lazy pool or like a lazy river in the, that, that had like the name LSU in it, right? Right in front of the campus. Um, but they were unable to invest in the library where the walls were like falling apart. Like there was like mold growing on the walls and like the ceiling was literally just like falling. Um, and I don't know, it's like, uh, that's made me think a lot about like colleges are at the end of the day, a business. And, um, I guess, I, I don't know how that, how that plays into anything, but yeah, I think I definitely do realize college is value, but it's, it's also like, I'm almost nervous about the whole process and, and making sure I can, you know, use my time there well. Um, I, th- I think using your time wisely is like, um, like, like, I guess when it comes to college, like wherever you go, you have to make the most of it. Like, like, like making the most of it is extremely crucial, especially because like, it's, it's something that that's important for, for whatever you do. And like, and definitely as, as far as I guess the upward social mobility goes, like, the thing, um, colleges definitely help, I guess, um, I guess smooth, smooth out that way. It's like, a, if anything, it's probably the best option as far as like, um, like for lower and middle class students to be able to actually, um, become wealthy in the United States or, or, um, or other groups. But like, um, 
I guess when it, when it comes to that, it's just it's do your homework. You have to do do a lot of homework actually about like your schools. Ideally, like find out find out if you know uh, find out like through like your extended network of like either friends, family, um, about like people from GS who go there. That like literally asking, um, like I guess I I created a LinkedIn a while back for like jobs and stuff, like for like summer jobs and stuff, but. Literally just going on that and then just like checking like GS and like whatever school I was looking at, like for like the school drop down and then just connecting and just messaging them like and like, hey, can we set up a call sometime? And and then just like calling them about like things that I wanted to ask about as far as their experience at that college. That was enormously helpful. I mean, I think that's the main thing as far as like, how do you create a list? How do you make sure that like you feel like you're going, you're applying to a school where you'll succeed at and that you'll, that you do well. And also like on the LSU thing, the thing about like SEC, like schools in the SEC is that like they'll spend a lot, a lot more on athletic complexes and stuff because of how, how much money they receive from them, from the media rights. So like, that's why, I mean, I, I know it's still like a really ridiculous purchase, but that's kind of like, like that they'll just follow the money as far as like what will give them it and the thing is athletes will give them especially at that level where your games are literally broadcast nationally um i guess um this is kind of a trash transition but like or of how is um how's the situation like at gs right now like like overall with um how are you feeling about your experience, I'll be at two days. Um, it's been like interesting. Um, I don't know. I think so. This was my first year boarding, but Ben, I'm sure as you know, second floor was like there was always something going on there. Like we were all running around all the time and things I'm like well that. I'm well aware of your running around habits because I live right below you guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm sure that was that was a fun time, um, and so I think like it's it's like quiet. Everything is kind of like come to a stop in a way because there's less people. Everyone like there's no more roommates. Um, a lot of people are gone, so a lot of like the rituals and things we used to do are all kind of like are all kind of gone now, right? And um, so it's strange, but it's it's like a new normal, I guess. That that's what everyone's been been saying throughout this pandemic um so yeah i don't know it's it's weird because it's not what i'm used to but then again i'm only been boarding for like a year so uh i don't know if this is like how it normally is yeah i mean i think it uh first semester kind of dragged on a little bit especially towards the end um and the beginning was rough too but uh those periods of sort of uh, working into the rules in the beginning, getting used to all the new protocols, things like that were definitely challenging. Um, and then at the end, people started to get a little antsy and ready to go home, which was mm -hmm. frustrating at times, but I understand it. Um, I think that's why a lot of kids didn't come back. And I'm interested to see through the coming weeks how school might change, improve, uh, maybe get worse, hopefully not, but um, it'll be interesting to see. Um, and I hope that by March, it'll be more of a normal start. Somebody FaceTime me. My bad. I hope um, by March, it'll be a bit of a more normal start, but who knows? Yeah, I mean, the vaccine is supposed to, like right now, it's only for adults. Like the children's vaccine is supposed to take a while more. So it's it's coming in, like hopefully 2022, I think, um, the last I checked. But yeah, I don't know. It's a scary thought, I guess. <laughs> yeah, um, I guess like, Arav, do you feel like there's... Um... How do you feel about it, especially because you don't know whether you guys are going to also be the, the the third class that's affected by COVID mm -hmm. as far as the senior year goes? 
I mean, we didn't get as coddled as much as 2020. Shout out all of them. We didn't get an Obama commencement. Hopefully we do again, but nonetheless, um, how, how are you feeling about, I guess that, that senior year feeling like, I mean, we didn't really have like that anticipation. I mean, there was a little bit, but it was, some, it was kind of like toned down, but how are you feeling about that? I think like for, for me, I, I like to, or I've been thinking a lot about how realistically I've only had one normal year of high school, I guess. And that was freshman year. Like, I don't know any of the, the things seniors do for like their last term, right? Um, because I didn't really pay attention to it as a freshman, didn't experience it as, as, as a sophomore and obviously won't experience it now. So I don't know how prom works. I don't know how senior week works. I don't know senior lunch, right? Cause I was actually on shift freshman year during senior lunch. So I didn't even get to see any of it. Um, like what, I don't even know what senior privileges are to be honest. So it's like, I feel like I've almost jumped into this role of an upperclassman without really knowing what I'm doing, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that that's really funny that you say that because I think a lot of seniors are thinking the same thing. Like, uh, we've only got a couple years of high school under our belt, our, our belt, like two years of being an underclassman in high school. And it's we're supposed to like mature so much by senior year um that i think a lot of seniors are kind of worried that their freshman year of college they're still going to be acting like their sophomore high school selves because that's sort of where we were left at and um i think that's definitely going to be weird for a lot of us because we're going to be in school with people that are much older than us for the first time in a few years and they're going to be like full-on mature adults and we're going to be like zoom schooled high schoolers that you know didn't have a lot of the social uh maturity um build up throughout high school that they did which is definitely going to be interesting but i mean i think you can see it at um like freshmen this year at college are sort of like bouncing off the walls ready to go out and do stuff um which isn't a really good idea right now but it's happening you know what can you do about it so i hope that we don't do the same thing as the collective unit you know the freshman class next year but yeah it's something that i've been thinking a lot about i mean if it's any consolation like i i think going into like senior year it's it's just weird because it's like everything just feels so formalized like even even like like the small things that kind of were there like it's not like i can't see everybody every day which is like kind of unfortunate and then like every, everything as far as like an interaction goes it feels so formalized it's like hey do you want to hang out like yeah let's go on a zoom call it's like it feels so inherently formal and like i know people are kind of like trying to normalize it with like just masks and maybe like you know you go out to eat or something like that like as far as like trying to do things that are i guess socially safe but haven't really been like i know like but like restaurants are kind of hurting bad like but anyways um that's that's kind of how how i'm feeling do you guys want to do you guys have anything else to talk about as far as um going into the second semester and uh something i did want to ask was how how are we feeling about like whether we're coming in for jan or march as far as like uh what we're going to do because um i know ben and Peyton, you guys were talking about it earlier before we tape and i think for me like i'm someone who really relies on the structure of school like like i said earlier i'm a procrastinator and like when i don't have anyone like checking in on me or like I don't want to say watching over me but like in a sense like I do need that extra push and so like at home I was just like sleeping in all all the time after class and just you know playing video games and not doing much else so I think I definitely needed that structure that school provides and that's why I came oh well I 
do pretty well at home personally like i really enjoy like being alone like i really like like solitude and quiet and stuff like that so it doesn't really bother me being at home and i can get my work done like i have bursts of motivation enough of them to get my work done so you know it just worked out i'm just thinking about like hopefully find some normalcy during this like i know like we were all hoping for in person graduation in person commencement but i'm worried that i'm like my like my what if and my brain is like is like like freaking out right now like are we going to have virtual graduation which is, it just feels very depressing but yeah that's what i'm kind of worried about like the most um are of like since i guess you talked to more underclassmen than all three of us because i don't know because of classes friends etc you know about like it's like not to try to speak for them but to kind of to speak for them what what are like how how do they feel like when they're kind of thrown into this position of like okay we have heightened responsibility as like as i guess a high higher up on the totem pole of high school but like with none of like the i guess the feeling of it I honestly think like the question itself is kind of flawed because I don't know. I feel like this is just my general sense, but I feel like a sense of attachment to like the class of 2022. Oh, sorry. I'm like, oh, you know, I got to uh, or I'm like proud of my class in a way, right? Like I'll do the the activities and I'll do everything to support it. But I feel like because the especially the freshmen they haven't even met all of each like they haven't even met each other they don't even know who's in their grade it's like just a bunch of maybe friend groups at most but it's also just like individual so it's not like they even see themselves with new responsibilities as a whole it's just oh i have to cook. like i just have to do these tasks and just get it done with right and so in that way it's like it's very disjointed and I don't think you get to see as many trends when you're not like in person, right? Like, I think I had the ability to see myself like getting into various spots, right? Like going to student council, right? Um, becoming a member in clubs, then like starting a club, right? Like I could see myself progressing, but they don't have that ability to see like the class as a whole progressing and seeing like the group taking more responsibilities. So it's a lot more individualistic, if that makes sense. Yeah, that that makes sense. Like I guess like for a lot of, for them like it's just like that they're kind of just like thrown like I think they had like I guess academically speaking, I don't know how much of that is the case. Like it was a little bit more seamless because like you know, it was like online school fat like last third and then like going back into it. But definitely like I guess something that like I suggested this as like a really good idea when I applied tour guide but um essentially like you know how colleges they they have like a thing where it's like oh sign up to join our facebook group like what if we just did that except like for all the classes that way like we can actually find a way to do it cuz like currently the the way like doing it like on on outlook or teams seems kind of weird cuz it's like too much of a formality but like if if we and also facebook groups cost like no money so like i mean what do you guys think of that if we if we just made a bunch of facebook groups invited like the entire like specific grades here's the thing that's like, like uh one our generation like i don't know about ben and peyton but i don't use facebook like ever i know I but like I, um, but just as like a way of like that group feeling like like even as an equivalent though right like even if we found some sort of facebook equivalent would people really go out of their way to do it right cuz i feel like if i like if i'm connected to the internet i have access to literally anything and would i spend time you know getting to know other people in my class i mean maybe um but that that's kind of like a risk the sab has also like taken right like they've had to connect people virtually and and not many people wanted to do it so i think while it's a good idea in theory i don't know how it would be practically and then I was going to say something else but but I forgot. But I don't know, Peyton and Ben, what do you guys do you guys think people would actually like connect virtually or I mean it... cuz like colleges do that and like 
Because I, I know, like, they, they create their own private groups for, like, mm-hmm. for, like, uh, for, um, for students, like, after they get in. So, like, that, because that's the thing, like, would people do it? Just do like how we look. Okay, I'm about to expose everybody. Maybe just the girls, but like I'm about to expose some people. How we looked at the student directory when we got accepted into DS. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> when we got in, yeah. And you wanted to see what people look like, so you looked through the student directory. You know you did that shit anyway. <laughs> like I feel like that's what like the college like Facebook groups are for. Like when you see like you know everybody in there and you look at like you know their profile picture and that's pretty much the end of it you're not really talking to people in there but maybe they would connect i don't really know but yeah i mean it's really it's really hard to like connect with gs students right now but honestly like if the school doesn't really want to take care of that i don't think that's the kids or the students obligation to set that up if the school wanted to make it more of a thing, I think they would, but I think they've definitely tried, um, but I'm sure it's a lot harder than it seems. I just feel bad for the freshmen would have been boarders because like, they just don't get that first year of real like Jorah school change, <laughs> you know, that foundation of George school because freshman year like really is what sets you on your path to like your George school transformation like you mature a lot in George school other than regular high schools like you will not um mature as much in other high schools as you will when you go to George school and it's because like you live there really but if you don't live there especially for that freshman year that first year and you get used to like living away from home and stuff then you just don't get that and I feel bad for them honestly yeah um i guess like with all that going on and really like seeing how do we at least still create a society like a group and a community through online means and like at least make it engaging enough for people and also looking at like how how we are moving through senior year how arv's moving through junior year and all, all the things that goes along with it, including college admissions. I think through all of that, we still know that that we that we should we should still, I guess, take care of ourselves. Still feel like, at least, at least like take care of ourselves and honestly just mentally keep on going, even though like it still feels very hard, still feels mentally straining. That's kind of where I'm at. Any like kind of final remarks? Yes, we can we can close with the story. So Peyton talked about how we mature throughout high school. And so one of my favorite stories about freshman year is I came to winter formal with what I thought was the coolest thing ever. I had let me see if I could I might I might be able to get it out next meeting. But I had this dinosaur hat. It was like a big like fluffy dinosaur hat. And I wore my oh socks. My God. <laughs> I had science goggles that like you had to buy for chemistry class. And I wore that and came to formal and thought I was so cool, um, which I was, I mean. Uh, so so I guess, yeah, we all we all kind of grow up at George School and I'm really thankful for, for the place. Um, but yeah. But yeah, um, I guess nonetheless, this has been your favorites, your faves, your actual fave can ever. Um, Solidity Podcast episode. I have no idea. We've done so many, some, we've been grinding through this year, trying to give you out this content, actually make sure that like, there is some type of cohesion in all the messed up craziness of either the world or school or anything. Regardless, this is Solidity signing out. Peace out. Take care. Love all of you guys. <laughs>